Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Lightning Mindset Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Before we kick off, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who sent through their messages from last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it just yet, I did an episode on visualization. So go have a listen if you haven't checked it out. Going to dive straight into this week's episode. It's an early release. It's Melbourne Marathon weekend. And we have another guest here with us on the show. In this week's episode, I have got a friend and also another member of the Evolve Run Club. His name is Michael McQueeny, and we had a great chat the other day at Caulfield Park to run through his running journey and also the Sydney Marathon that he completed a few weeks back. I'm here today with a Caulfield legend. <laughs> Would you say you're a Caulfield legend? Surely, right? You live around here, so that makes you a legend. Yeah, yeah, I guess I am then, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm here today with uh, Michael McQueenie. That's how I say, Correct, say your name. Yeah. I've known Michael now for about what, two years, I reckon, roughly, since yeah. maybe maybe a little bit shorter. Yeah, maybe a little bit shorter. I think I, I came to Evolve the, the week or two after... That's the um, yeah. Great Ocean Road Marathon, which was, wasn't the one this year, the one before, so. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, year and a half. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, since I've been with Evolve, I've seen Michael go strength, strength to strength with his running, and it's always good to watch someone improve, you know? It's always good to see, you kind of see, like, little sort of milestones that you hit. So, yeah, no, I definitely admire you for putting yourself in the pain cave and, and giving it a crack. But, yeah, I wanted to get Michael on today. Um, he has done the Sydney Marathon, which was, how, how many weeks ago was it now? A Sydney Mara would have been about three weeks ago now. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, maybe coming on to four. Nice. Yeah, yeah, about three weeks. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, before we get stuck into that, yeah. I wanted to start with your running journey. Yeah. How did it all start? Like, why running? Did it, was it even a thing or you just kind of woke up and just started jogging or what was the <laughs> no it's yeah it's a good question um so my running journey started about in 2018 um so like before covid um and all that but i was in i was living in edinburgh at the time and um i was on an exchange program and like it was basically just party town at uni and um fringe festival I actually missed the Fringe Festival, which is oh. like sacrilege for someone that's lived in Edinburgh. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. But it was just like it was just like they've got a massive pub culture there. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm 21 at the time, and it's basically just like all guns blazing, um, and like not not in like a in, in like a abnormal amount or anything. Like it, like it was like everyone else, but um, just kind of partying, carrying on, and I think like a bit like about four or so months into my exchange I was like I really should be doing some form of physical activity but like didn't really know what and didn't really know kind of how to kind of I wasn't that I've never been someone that's really been into pumping iron and being into the gym but Mm. I basically 
I bought these Nike Air Maxes at the time from this local sneaker shop. Um, JD Sports, by any chance? Or? It, um, it might have been, actually. It might have been. They're so right. popular yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. an Air Max 95, so oh, it was nice. a true UK classic. Mate, they're the best ones. Yeah. You've chosen the best ones. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So I bought them on sale and was wearing them as like a sneaker. Um, but anyway, I... I didn't have any runners with me, but I just decided to wear them one day and go for a run. And um, basically behind Edinburgh, you've got the Meadows, mm. which is like a big kind of open parkland kind of thing. And um, just, I guess one day I just put my shoes on and went for like, honestly, it would have been a 3K run, if that, maybe even 2K. Did you have a watch? Um, no watch? No watch. No watch. Um, and I just basically went to the top of the meadows and back and then I'm like okay like this is feeling pretty good and I pretty much did that like three times a week for like my exchange and I was there for like 10 months but like I would say the penny really dropped when whilst I was on my exchange I actually had to leave Edinburgh to go to Ireland to wait for a visa is, um, your, is your background Irish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad's Irish. He moved here when he was 28 or so. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. So I've got, like, all his sisters and stuff are there. Sure, So yeah. I had a house to kind of um, reside, like, kind of stay at. Nice. Um, as, like, a bit of a safety net while I was in Edinburgh. But basically I was, um, I was waiting for this visa so I could go back to Edinburgh and keep studying because I was mm. only meant to be there for six months, but I wanted to stay for the year. Yeah. And... My cousins and, like, that family of real, like, type A people, um, super driven. And um, my dad's sister was just kind of running around the local village as just her form of exercise. But, like, she was moving very quick and she'd go and she'd come back and she'd be like, I just ran 10Ks. And I'd be like, how the hell is this middle-aged lady running 10Ks? And, like, here I am just, like, mustering up the strength to go run 2K or whatever in my Air Maxes. But so I bought these these runners over there at a... um, at a like a at a shopping center and I remember looking at them and like really liking them and I'm like oh I might go for a run and she was basically like well go on then you know like no don't just I might go for go on put them on and then after that and staying with them I pretty much was like okay like you don't just think about just fucking put the shoes on go for Mm -hmm. a run and then basically when I went back to Edinburgh I was running a lot more and then I um just in that time, I'm like, I really want to um, do a half marathon. And whilst I was there, I bought the Melbourne half marathon ticket. Nice. As like something to like kind of keep myself accountable for yeah, yeah. over the, my next part of the trip. Mm. And knowing like I have to train for that. Didn't train for it though much. Died. Absolutely died when I did it. But it was... That was, I would say, the beginning of my running journey. So when, what was that, 2019? So, yeah, so that was about 2019 now. Yeah. So, like, I got back, like, halfway through 2019. Yeah, right. And then had, like, a little while to train. Yeah. And then... Um, October, right? Yeah, and yeah. exactly right. And then COVID kicked in, like, the year after pretty much, like, really hard. Yeah, and yeah. then, like everyone else, was, like, it was my form of keeping sanity. Yeah. So, um, but I, I actually got into it probably the year before... Um, but yeah, that's pretty much where it started. Wow, crazy! And yeah. so the first, the first half that you did at Melbourne, what, what, yeah, what was that like for you? Um, ab- I'll say this to anyone: hardest race I've ever done. Mm. Absolutely killed me. I couldn't believe how big the half marathon was because I'd been like, I'd go out and do a little eight k or whatever. Yeah. And on the day, I kind of winged it, 
but I wore socks that were too big. Mm. I wore shoes that were too small. Mm. I didn't have a watch and I wore this long sleeve tee. And I was trying to go vegan at the time. So I had about six hash browns from McDonald's and an almond latte. And that absolute... What a, what a combo, that. I've done that before. <laughs> like, to- totally, totally destroyed me. Like, I'm like, oh, like, my guts were doing all sorts. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Breakfast of champions. Yeah, but. breakfast of champions. And um, I remember finishing the race and like thinking it was like the biggest achievement ever i think i would have run like a 155 or something wow. that's and still really good first ever half marathon you yeah know, like just yeah maybe, you know hash browns and exactly yeah like i was i was i was super proud of it at the time and it yeah. was um, it was great i remember like driving past the 7-eleven on the way home and um quickly pulling in and like biting into a kit kat and it was like the best thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. Because yeah. my, my body, if I swear it was going into like a survival instinct, yeah, like yeah. a sugar. And I just look at it now, you know, like we, like us people at Evolve and mm. every, any other unclub, like people that are quite into it, like it's just, you know, a 21 on your Sunday is quite normal. Yeah. But back then it was like, I, I couldn't believe how much of a big deal it felt and how, yeah, yeah. how hard it was. But, um, well, it shows you how much you've grown then as well, right? Exactly. Not just running, but like other things like learning about the correct equipment or, you know, the long sleeve tee in a race is probably not the best option. You know, it's just those little things that you can kind of pick up and then right. you improve from there. Right. It's, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I, I think that's the beauty of it is like, you know, you look at these moments where you first got into it to now, mm. and it's like, it's um, you know, incomparable. Like, you mm. can't, it's you cannot compare how different it is. But um, but yeah, you're 100 percent bang on. Mm. Yeah. So that that was Melbourne. That was October 2019, and then yeah, we were like, all right, I've got the itch now. I want to do another race. Or what was the? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. pretty much. It was pretty much like got the itch. This is my form of physical activity. Mm. Um, you know, I my uncle used to ride um still, well he still rides a lot now he's a you'll catch him on beach road any day um but he was a competitive cyclist he came nice. third in like a melbourne to warnable oh wow um like he was um really into cycling mm. like even more so now but he um competed at a high level and he was quite on my back about like you know like are you running are you running are you running mm. so i had that kind of supportive network there um but basically, after the half marathon, I kind of, yeah, it became my form of physical um, exercise or, like, the one I chose. Yeah, people sure. are into the gym. Mm. Other people are into other things. This was mine. And then that carried through. And um, just over COVID, I guess, I really wanted to um, uh, run the marathon. Mm. Um, and then, again, trained, but, like had the nike running app for a bit of um inspiration mm. and like um structure mm. but like w- once the long runs came around like you know i you know i'd very easily miss them because that's mm. like i was like that's just too long of a distance it's you know it's it's too confronting so mm. um i did train to an extent for a little while but then dropped it off but i did do the melbourne marathon and um that was not because we didn't have the Melbourne Marathon through COVID, obviously, right? Mm. So I think that would have been... Was it 2021? Because there was... Uh, they, they moved it to, to December, right? Yes. I, yes. I did that one and it was like 6am, yes. early December. Was that the one that, that you did? That was the one. Yeah. That yeah. was the one. And how was that? Um, so like, I was actually... Like, I, I, I went into it being like, I just want to finish it. Mm. I just want to get it done. Um, so I, again, not trying to like make excuses but very very low training mm. uh, didn't do many 
big runs or anything like that mm. um, was just go leave the house and run for six to eight K, maybe 12 K, maybe 14 K um, and come back. And like, that's your workout. Yeah. Um, so it crept up on me and then the event came and um, I basically just kind of found my groove with like the four hour pace group. Nice. Yeah. And I just sat with them for the whole way through. Um, but that week leading into it, I rode my push bike to work a bit. Mm. And it's a common thing, but my with the cleats um, within on my road bike, it whatever I however I'm riding it or whatever, however my foot position was, um, it was co- it caused this kind of pain in my left side of my knee that was pretty much there the whole race. Mm. But I was just like r- raw dogging it, for example, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." Um, like it, you know, I'm like, just get it done. And but um, my knee did go out at about. 40k and um i couldn't really run and that took about eight minutes off my time and mm. um turned it into a bit of a hobble if you would yeah and um basically ran over the line at like a 403 um but still i would say one of the best days of my life amazing just the people the vibe and yeah. then that's when like the when i say the penny dropped that's when the penny dropped it was like okay this is where it's at like this is my shit like i don't care what anyone says like this is like the atmosphere like the build into this seeing all the athletes out there yeah it's Uh, such a good day out yeah especially if you've got people and course you know there's certain spots you like it's obviously the g as well sick to just go in there exactly right yeah exactly right okay i'll never forget that day and just Mm. like the camaraderie between the four-hour pace group and people like holding on and people like spurring each other on yeah yeah um it was just yeah but I, I, and that's why now when I meet anyone that's about to do their first marathon and they've booked in for the Melbourne Marathon mm. like a housemate of mine mm. he's about to do one this coming week and nice. um, and like I'm like I get so G'd up talking to him because I'm like I'm like you don't get it like yeah, yeah. you're gonna you, this is the best day of the year like I know you pump iron in the gym and you get yeah. your PBs there and stuff but I'm yeah. like I'm like this is what you gotta do and I'm like so into it and like I'm gonna be there giving him water and all that kind of thing because yeah it's just especially having one recently as well right so you're so close to those feelings exactly more so than, than the melbourne and the previous ones right exactly yeah. right mm. and i mean and that's the thing like i've only done three of them sydney being my third um mm. so but it is just like yeah it was it's just uh that's that was that day it was just so special to me and so um exhilarating and was like peak life experience um so then after then um that's basically the 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 true ball started to roll kind of thing yeah Yeah. so that was number one that was number one what was number two number two was great ocean road oh nice um is that this year that's no so that was 2022 yeah so that was yeah so 2022 correct yeah last year yeah yeah. Yeah. which is a longer one right which is uh yeah so 44 yeah 44 i swear my watch came through like 40 40 almost 45 yeah Yeah, right okay a little bit longer yeah it was like it was crazy and like you finish the race and you know you've got another 2k to go and you're dead and it's just like it's (laughs) like a mental battle isn't it it? yeah Yeah, it's like some real david goggins shit in there you know like it's like what are these people sick in the head but um you know why then but yeah it was it's a longer race but um a, a beautiful race a scenic one so yeah um so it was on my yeah it was on my kind of hit list of like running um like although I was happy, really happy with Melbourne, mm. um, I was quite um, uh, eager to get a sub four, mm. and I like um, so that day went out and um, I mean 
no, not running with a run club. Uh, did it with a best mate, mm. um, and ran the. And actually, it's a funny story, but I ran. I ended up running through um, and held pace all day and felt strong and did a bit more training and ran the 337 there. Nice. So I took off that chunk and again, it's like it, that's I, a massive chunk. Well, I, I say, and it's 2k longer. Well, exactly. You know, like, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I say I say the penny drop, but I swear every race it's like you get more of a picture and each one builds you more. But that was another one where I was like. Like I was so fucking. You've happy. got a bag of pennies. Yeah, 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 from your yeah, mind, yeah. You know, it's not just one. There's like these different types. These different types, sizes, and exactly, amounts and stuff. Exactly, yeah. and I, it's, it's literally that. So I was just like sub four, like three thirty-seven. I can't believe it. Yeah, but yeah. it's funny. I, like the, the little story within that is that um, I actually found Evolve through that race. Oh, did you? Yes, yeah, right. Because I started following kind of runners in the scene and and stuff like that, and um. Mm. I remember following Dion and um, I remember being at the house in like um, somewhere down the coast with, with my mate and um, I remember like looking at my phone and seeing Dion put up his race kit on his story, mm. being like keen for tomorrow and tagging um, Great Ocean Running Festival mm. or whatever. And um, I remember being like showing my mate, being like, oh, dude, this guy I follow, he's, um, he's running it tomorrow. Um, I'm like showing him this kit and he's like, yeah, a few people are down here. And then Dion won it. Yeah, he won yeah. the marathon yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then the next day after the event I'm mean, like dude that guy I follow freaking um, he won it like yeah. look at him He's like, and then we like looked at his time like Jesus Christ that's crazy and then yeah. um, and then I remember going onto his account being like how did this guy like what, what the fuck like <laughs> you know like how do these people I know if you look at his 100k time yeah and yeah, yeah and I'm like and I'm like, I'm yeah, like yeah. dude I'm like, here, like I just the, the, the depth of the depth of like fitness in this world and I'm um, this the, the, just like the it's just you basically unlock another level. Oh, you know I, what I mean? I, it's I, like you've unlocked this like level. You don't even know what that is. I, I, so it's like I, I'm it's like mad, it, isn't it? I'm We've like, all got it. Exactly. Like, you know, it's exactly. Yeah. I'm like this is like some alien thing. Yeah, and then yeah. so I go on the account and um and he's just like I run a, a, you know I work out or I, I'm a coach at Evolve Run Club and mm. I go on Evolve Run Club. It's just like we train at Caulfield Park mm. and I'm like Are you taking the piss? Like I literally live a k and a half from Caulfield mm. Park. And then it's meant to be, huh? Uh, it close. was. It was meant to be. Mm. I um, I don't I didn't follow many runners back then, but I went on his account, found it, and with honestly, the week after, two weeks after, I came down here, met at Carnarvon Road, mm. um, and um, and haven't left since. Yeah, and that was Amazing. and it was the definition of like sinking my teeth into it ever since then, and like um, yeah, that's. So when was that like June, July or yeah, so 2022 yeah. roughly like after Great Ocean like correct yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it would have, yeah probably would have been about June um, June 2022 nice yeah and then I guess you would have started to learn about doing speed work and yes it's it's a whole other thing yeah uh, when you haven't because uh, I was the same as you for year like two years I hadn't I just run around the block oh uh, mate and then when you get into doing like you yeah. know eight by k or whatever it is it's like what this is. You know, this is just this is different to running almost. It's like a whole other thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a whole other world. It is. And you um mm. and I like yeah I you know you like I didn't have a watch up until literally Great Ocean Road. Like so I don't know the times I was running and like the speed and my fitness. But mm. like yeah, like you said now, you know, go run around the block. You do eight yeah. k, four k, whatever it was, yeah. and you come home like yeah, I got my run done. Yeah. And then you come down here and we're doing like eight by one k's, and you're like throwing up your lunch <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. And someone's like all lapping you, and yeah, you're like, yeah. and you're like 
mm, fuck, do I even really like this sport? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, you know, like, fishing. what am I doing? Yeah, here? like, I thought I liked send it, me but back, send me back to the block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all fun then. No Garmin, no nothing. I just, I was chilling. Um, but then, I guess since then, like, before we get into Sydney, yeah. So, do you feel like all of the training, you know, has has really helped? You know, oh, you've obviously done a few other races before Sydney as well. Yeah. But do you think the training has really helped you or being around the group environment or just kind of learning a little bit more than, you know, all these, I guess it's all these things that play a part? Oh, uh, I like... Or is there, one other, is there one other thing as well? No, I think, um, like, I cannot put it into words how much training in a group mm. and how much training with a community of people and mm. like-minded people has just totally revolutionized my whole um my whole kind of running experience and like mm. my um my whole kind of relationship with fitness and mm. and um and everything like that like i i like i just i could not stress that enough it has mm. been the absolute um backbone to everything that i know with running and mm. um you know, I could write a freaking essay on the importance of community with this shit. You should. You yeah. Should, you should write. I'd read it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd send it to people. Mate, I, 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 I'm like... Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're a good communicator. <laughs> so, like, surely that goes well into words on the on the paper, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Maybe something to think about further down further down the track. Yeah. 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 I, I Look, I'm acutely aware of... I would love to post more on Instagram about running and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but, yeah. like, there's an there's a equal part of me that is... Like I never want to look too ego driven because it's quite a an individual sport. Yeah, sure. Um, that's a good that's a good awareness to have. As yeah, because well, you know? I know. I get, it. I get yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like this yeah. fine it's this fine balancing act of being like, um, you know, I here's like here's my experience at this race. It went really well, mm. but then it's also like I don't want to look too like look me me me. Mm, but um, mm. but I like I it's something that I am slowly getting into, and I did I did do a little race recap at um. Uh, for Sydney, yeah, that's and great. Um, great re- recap that one. Uh, yeah, and I was quite yeah. hesitant pressing share on that one, but um, I I felt like the feedback and uh, response I got was really good, and a mm. lot of people were talking about their running journey to me, and it yeah, really kind yeah. of started this conversation. So yeah, um, so that's a bit of a segue, but um, yeah, should we get into the yeah, Sydney? But, but um, but yeah, the full boy. Go, sorry, you got one more thing you're gonna. No, but share? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I think now, like, when when you get a bit older, it's kind of like, you know, if you're sharing positive things and you're mm. doing positive things with your life, it's just like, why, you know, why hide that or like why be um, kind of self conscious of it or anything like that? It's just like, you know, if someone tells me they're doing something great, it's just like it's like iron sharpens iron, like mm. they, yes, ra- ra- yeah. ra- raise people's raise people's standard of living by. Um, sharing experiences Definitely, and, yeah. and sharing the good shit and like yeah. nothing wrong with that so I think well yeah. invo- you know going back to like being around community and stuff like environment dictates performance a hundred percent if you're around people that are trying to get after and do the similar thing you're gonna bring each other up you know and there's something something good about it right like 100%. There, ha- there can't be anything bad about that it's like you and you if you're helping other people do the same thing like they're gonna it's just gonna it's a roll-on effect isn't it exactly right yeah which is lovely really when you think about it exactly right yeah you know on a societal level it's like that's awesome yeah it is awesome there's nothing but yeah what's better than that than helping you're bringing someone else up there's nothing nothing exactly right that's the whole reason we do everything so like that mindset yeah absolutely imperative so yeah i completely agree awesome man yeah all right, so Sydney 2023. Let's, yeah. let's get into it. This is this is where the the dinner is. Oh, <laughs> this, is the, yeah. this is the main meal. This is the main meal. Yeah, everything. I know. I'd been speaking to you a little bit here and there before yeah. your before your race and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, how, look. How, how was it? Because I know you, you kind of travelled up to Sydney. Weren't you like staying at a mate's or something? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Do you wanna, should we just start from the, the, the very start? 100%. Sydney Marathon? 100%. Yeah. Um, look, honestly, I don't know where to start. It, I could, again, I could write essays on that ex- whole experience. Um, but I'll, I'll give it a crack with fitting everything into this conversation sure um and there is your recap as well so if, it, if people want to yeah read about it they yeah. can jump on that too yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. right yeah. exactly right um uh so yeah so basically um basically 2023 set all these goals for what i want out of the year on a bit of paper in my journal or diary this is what i want to get done and um a few personal ones but pretty much only one running one um and like not to put it i basically wanted to run a a few marathons but i did want to run a sub three within the year and um i basically underestimated like the level of training that goes into a, a marathon like i knew i knew running a marathon was serious business but i knew that like um what you kind of like i didn't through training with Evolve, I started realizing kind of what you have to do um, on the amount of Ks or like kind of the, the amount of um, uh, consistency that you need with your training. But basically, I wanted to run um, two or three marathons within the year. Um, I was going to run Great Ocean Road and people at Evolve will know um, I did my toe, funnily enough. Um, Where'd you do your toe? Basically, I hit my toe really hard um, on a coffee table, oh, and then um, which one? The one that's next to the pinky, and, oh. and and like it wasn't a big deal, but like it got it got really infected and like pussy, and it just hurt a lot to run on it, mm. and it just kind of was hitting the end of my shoe. Um, so, people. Again, it's like the people might say with like a bit of a Goggins mentality, like fucking like harden up and just fucking run it. Yeah, yeah. But the toes are weird, but it's strange. Like, They're strange things. The toes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I and I'm like and I'm like thinking, you know, I want to, like, I don't want to just run like the marathon and kind of like not leave it all out there because mm. it's like I want to do them well. Yeah, and yeah. so so I decided to pull the pin on it um, about a week before, and I actually went to the race and was like, let's see, let's do a few runs around the block the night before, see how it feels, because mm. I knew people down there, mm. and then, so I pulled the pin and. Um, and so then, so then I was basically like, fuck, you know, there's one of your marathons gone. I did a fair few long runs leading into it. Mm. Um, not heaps and heaps in the 30K mark, but a fair few. And um, did a few around Albert Park, right, with Dan and, and yes. stuff. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I did, like, it was, I was definitely doing a lot more than I'd ever have done before. Mm. But um, still needing uh, to do more in, in hindsight, which um, proved for later on for Sydney. Sure. But, um, but basically... So I turn around and I'm like, all right, what's next? And then with the Gold Coast was just too close. Mm. So people's like people's training was just like through the roof. And I'm like, okay, I was thinking of doing Goldie, didn't do Goldie. And then, um, so I'm like, okay, I'll do Melbourne. Mm. So like we all know, Goldie finishes. I don't know what happened there, but basically whoever didn't get their PB or whoever did get their PB and wanted to do either better mm. um, in Mel- for Melbourne bought a tick bought all the tickets signed up straight away straight away yeah, because yeah, basically yeah. the next day after Goldie like we all know it's so- Melbourne sold out yeah. so I've gone what the hell has happened I went from I wanted to do three marathons this year or whatever yeah. 
I screwed my toe. Goldie's too close, and Melbourne sold out in July. Mm. I'm like, all right, there's, there's all your marathons. It's never happened before. Yeah, I was as well. like, what like, the hell? What the fuck? Never yeah. sold out like that ever. E- exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so everyone's going, what the hell's going on? Mm. Um, and then I had been to Sydney for work, and um, I work for some outdoor clothing companies, and mm. one of our like, um, uh, one of our categories is um, trail running for both Solomon obviously is a massive trail running brand but Arcteryx mm. as well has a trail running segment yeah. and um, so I went to Sydney we opened a store there and one of our trail runners who I'm mates with like a paid athlete um, sponsored athlete um, invited me out and um, I met all these Sydney run crews mm. um, so I took a liking to Sydney and the experience that I had there came back and Basically, was speaking to Jordan about should I either sign up for the should I either sign up for the um, Melbourne Marathon waitlist or should mm. I do Sydney? Mm. And um, JT was basically basically listening to me speak about Sydney, and I think JT could see it in my um, like kind of energy mm. and um, how that I actually like was more keen on doing Sydney than Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. So JT just turns around to me after training on like a Tuesday night going, nope, that's it. You're doing Sydney. Buy the ticket tonight. I'll see you on Thursday with a full training plan. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Bang. And I need, straight into it. Straight into it. Yeah. And I needed that push and I needed that decision making mm. um, from like a coach yeah. about like, no, this is what you're doing and this is how it's going to work. Mm. And I know it's ten, this was 10 weeks away at this point. Yeah. So like not the classic 12-week program. Yeah. And so a little bit under. A little, little bit yeah. under, a little bit undercooked, a little bit underprepared, but... Had done a bit for um, Great Ocean, so it was still there. Yeah, a bit. you still had that, yeah. that, that sort of yeah. base in you. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So, so I felt confident, um, but didn't give me the full confidence of like people that have had you know the big twelve week program. Mm. Mm. And um, so basically, rock up that Thursday training program. Let's go ten weeks, balls to the wall. I'm like, nah, this is it. Sydney's the one. I'm going to go absolutely all in for it. Um, and put my head down and start training my ass off and like really, really take this seriously. Mm. Like not just, oh, I'm gonna go do, no, like you diet, sleep, mm. um, long runs, like shout out to Aaron Murphy. Mm. Um, you know, Aaron's like, like the long, you, like you cannot miss the long run. It is like a mm. church. Mm. Um, and then like little in- inspiration throughout training of people going like how important it is. And like, I knew it all along, but like it, yeah basically never miss in the long run because notoriously I've missed them because of weekends yeah. and whatever it's good to recognise the pattern right exactly like, right you know what you need to do like exactly they're, right they're such a staple in that in that sense exactly like, right yeah and um, yeah. you know it's, that t- I don't know it t- I felt like it took a little while for me to realise but for marathon running long runs yeah mm. it's, it's it might sound very ignorant saying that but I just didn't truly realise it for a while mm. um, so anyway balls to the wall training it all started um, I was all in um, I've probably never been as all into something in my life in regards to being like that focused on it. Mm. And like, I didn't talk about it a lot, but I was like really keen on doing that race, um, and making a good weekend out of it. Mm. And, um, yeah, so training, uh, training going well, I end up organizing a bit of accommodation, slept on my mate's couch who runs Furies up there, Jesse Hall. How was it sleeping on the couch the night before? Yeah, so we actually... Yeah, so there's like... There's like a, I was at Subspace, which is like... I don't know if you know it, but it's basically uh, this kind of space where all these run crews 
kind of rented out and oh, it was like a, a place for creatives to kind of show some of their art and yeah. it was just like a common place like a common um meeting place sure or something I can't, it's hard to explain but um mm. but we were at subspace the night before and then we went out and um they were just kind of chilling that weekend for the race they weren't gonna they weren't gonna try send it mm. um so they were having beers and i was out with them and obviously like i'm staying on his couch so i like i'm just kind of take they're taking the lead on the night and i'm just like mm. tagging along and um so i so we finished up at probably 1 30 get on the couch um i kind of couldn't figure out the blinds on the house so i was basically up at like 6.45 What sort of blinds are we talking? They were kind of those ones where like There wasn't actually a blind But it was like the window Like the wooden panels in the window Were like intertwined with the blind Where you kind of push them and they all go down Is it not Venetian? Yeah, Venetian Venetian, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, They're normally quite good Yeah, they, they were like the, <laughs> I swear someone had glued the Venetians shut Yeah, right So like they were like shut, Like when I say shut Like glued them open in a way Maybe it was one of the creatives You got a bit creative Yeah, yeah <laughs> Like he's, he's an artist me. on the windows or something. Hundred percent happened. Hundred percent. It was. Um, I, 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 I don't doubt it. So, um, so you went to bed. Wait. One, so you got to bed at one thirty. So went to bed one thirty. And is pro- that the marathon night? No. So it's the night okay. before. Right. So like I, I made sure though the night before I did have like something sorted for accommodation. Sure. And yeah. so I did have that. Oh no! Oh, you did have that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I was rolling around on this couch. Woke up. Like I probably look. If I'm if I'm being honest, I reckon I probably got. Five hours max on the on, on the, the marathon, couch on, on the on, on the night oh, the night before the marathon the night before the marathon I reckon I got three hours and forty five minutes four. maybe four maybe max max four and a half so what time did you get up so I got up the marathon it was at seven I was up on the dot at five because that's my routine I'm mm. not one of these four a.m. operators yeah um, but I was it's a funny story though so anyway I sleep on the guy's couch yeah. Um, go to the accommodation, meet JT, um, get into bed nice and early, roll around till literally 12.30 at night. I had to be up at five and there was literally a part of me that wanted to tap JT on the shoulder Mm. and go, hey, I just need to know tomorrow's going to be 28 degrees and like really hot. Is it actually unsafe for me to run if I don't sleep? Because I was thinking I was actually not going to fall asleep at this point because I was, I was just, I think I was so G'd up yeah. That I was like, I actually was starting to think like, oh, it's going to be one of these nights where you actually might not get a wink. Mm. Does very rarely happens, but I got, I just got in my head, mm. and I'm rolling around, rolling around, and then I got up, washed my face, and just kind of let go of all expectation on the sleep, let go of all expectation on the race, mm. and just said, if it's not your day, it's not your day, get on with it, and mm. basically straight after that, fell asleep. So fell asleep twelve thirty, nice. woke up at five, and. Um, and then, it was, then it was game day. Brekkie, what's your brekkie for the morning? So, brekkie is usually a toasted bagel with peanut butter or like some type of bread um, with you know a topping. Nice. Um, but no, no hash browns and almond lattes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they're quite good in Sydney as well. The almond latte. <laughs> Did you have a coffee though? Did you hey, have I, coffee as well. Or honestly, if there was a McDonald's close <laughs> enough, I would have done it again. Don't, don't trust me. Don't doubt me. Um, so yeah, I did have a little coffee that they provided, a little um, Blend Twenty Three Nescafe, oh, mate, little classic, sash, yeah, classic. classic travel coffee. That it, one, exactly, yeah. does the job. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, um, and 
they didn't have a toaster, which was an, which was savage. Bread so rolls I, are normally a good option if you, you know, like yeah, no toaster. So but, yeah, I've yeah. got my Nutilex, and I've got yeah. I'm, I'm eating raisin bread with that's not toasted, and um, I smashed that down, and it was like this is a bit weird, but mm. um, got on got on with it, and um, yeah, so Hydrolite smashed my water, smashed my anti-inflams, um, a couple snakes, and it was like. You know, put my kit on, mm. get the nod from JT. Let's head down there, and within forty-five minutes, like we're out of the um, the apartment. I walk out, realize it's gonna it's hot as hell already. How hot was it when you left the apartment? Um, oh god, I feel like I feel like it wasn't quite twenty, but I feel like it was like somewhere between like I don't I'm bad with degrees but I feel mm. like it was between like 17 and 19 or something it's quite it's quite hot for, it, for that time yeah, in the morning yeah that time in the morning it's like yeah, yeah. it was warm yeah. it was really warm and um, I just knew you know once you start running and you you know your mouth's open it's going to get quite dry but yeah, I didn't yeah. think about it I was like um, I've been sauntering a lot so I was like oh nice I was like we I was I just didn't I didn't let it get to me and um, but I walk out it was quite hot and um, and yeah I think um so basically um catch the train we get down there and like it was just absolute chaos like it was, i think it would have been the biggest event they've had and down that below where it starts it's quite like a kind of kind of cramped area a little bit what was the start start zone what it's like starting? it's like it's like right under the um the sydney harbour bridge right okay yeah like wow. near like uh, near like the rocks or circular mm. maybe mm. i think I, i'm not good i'm not good with the locations but it was just basically right under the bridge yeah um and i think just like and again like i'll just disclaimer like i'm not making little excuses about the day but like i'm there were just a series of things that were kind of like hasn't happened to me in other races where mm. like i like, but basically, I think just having all the hydrolytes and like fluids and like all these gels and like mm. sports stuff, like it, it just gave this weird feeling in my stomach. Mm. So I did like a bit of a warm up and like it kind of felt average, but um, I was like, whatever, like once the race starts, um, we'll go. But I mean, all that glucose and stuff, I, I get the same feeling. I'm yeah. Just a bit like, Ugh. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of like. You've, Plus, you've been carb loading and whatnot. Like, exactly. There's all sorts going on in, in, in your insides, right? Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And, like, look, people might go, you know, people listening to this, go, that's every marathon, you know? And, like, but, mm. I'm, again, I've only done three of them, so. Sure, yeah. So, but, um, but I was like, okay, so I felt kind of, felt kind of, like, yeah, bloated or a bit, like, kind of just, like, a bit, um, yeah, just, like, not, 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 not amazing. Mm. And um, so... I get to the start line and basically um, say goodbye JT and then I speak to a lady. I'm like, hey, where's the, um, like, is there a, um, like, priority or something like that? Because mm. I think priority was, like, three hours and 15 and under. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. um, yeah. Um, like, not not professional, whatever, but priority. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went, so I, she's like, yep, it's at the top of the hill. And I go straight up to get to the top of the hill and I finally get to the top of the hill and I'm like, yeah, sweet, this is where I'm at. And I realized like, although I'm at the top of the hill, there's still like what felt like four or 5,000 people wow. all bottlenecked. Yeah, yeah. And I see all these pacing kind of flags and they're just ages away from me. And I'm looking at my watch and the, the race starts in like five minutes and I'm trying to like squeeze I'm through. trying to yeah. and then I just yeah. end up hitting a wall of people and I, yeah. could, I couldn't get through yeah so 
So I was like far out, like, and you know, I my I had a strategy of sitting with the paces mm. up until halfway, and then depending on how I feel, giving it a crack, mm. and um, but if not, staying with them. Yeah. But the, the 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 plan was though, regardless of anything that happens, is that mm. I'm staying with those paces. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's a bit of time. So basically, the race started, and I I'm like. No matter what happens, I have to get with these paces. And in during the week, I changed the setting on my watch so it wasn't telling me my K by K pace at mm. every K. Mm. So, like, what it was doing was it was beeping at a K and saying, like, you know, like, K1 or, like, that K, um, yeah. you know, 405 or 412 yeah. or whatever. So, I'm chasing down the paces without that, without my watch kind of signaling to me and it was kind of getting a bit disrupted for the gps so i didn't really know what pace i was sitting on so were you looking did it have like your at your pace yeah, at so, the time so, like, it had, yeah. so it had that and, yeah. it, and it was kind of like I, I wasn't looking at it heaps but like it was you know it was like 405 or 355 and mm. i was like but i started to like ignore it because i'm like i need to get with these paces mm. um which in hindsight like i probably you know I, yeah it's a funny one like i i just made up the decision that i needed to be with the paces but yeah. in hindsight like i'm probably probably screwed me over a little bit because the next part of the story is once i did get with them um i like i had broken a pretty big sweat mm. um i had been running pretty quickly up hills yeah and um my achilles was a little bit tender from the whole experience but just that average feeling with all the mm. sugar and the mm. glucose like it was just all happening yeah um so how many k's in was that when you caught up to them so i caught up to them it would have been like between six and eight somewhere in there and i had to quickly stop for a piss as well all oh, right yeah okay. so that was really not part of the plan um yeah. so i i I, did, I stopped for a piss and then that kind of dropped me back um from catching them but then I, after yeah. that I, I went double down and i finally got them got them at 8k or so and then that was when it was like that was when it was like okay this is real mm. so um like i wanted to run sub three for the event that was mm. the plan and i got with the paces and um it was basically like I my I got to them at eight k and about nine or ten k. My mind was just like, you know, this pace that we're sitting on was meant to be the easiest part of the race. Mm. I feel absolutely terrible. Yeah, wow. And I was like, how after all these months training mm. was the part that was meant to be a like a walk in the park? You know, it's eight k or twelve k into a marathon. Mm. And why do I feel so shit? And I was like. And then just that inner critic was coming out being mm. like, it's 10K in, it's 12K in, you're, you, the race hasn't even started mm. and you feel this bad. How are, you, how are you going to achieve the goal that you set out for? Mm. And then it was a mental battle of just being, um, basically I just kept on kind of like experiencing the mental kind of negativity, if you will, about mm. like the situation. But I was basically pulling myself back and going, um, you know, Clint Parrott, who used to run with Evolve, who moved mm. to Canada, a professional athlete, he said to me, it's like when I first started Evolve, tra the training is 80%. Mm. That's your that's your 80% effort. Never You never want to go full all-in at training. Yeah. But race day is your 100. Mm. There is no other 
there's nothing else to it. It is your 100%. And I, and I knew that, but then I remember saying that to myself being like, this is not the training. Like this is the race. Like mm. you do not, there is no like backing off now. Like if you're going to throw it all out there, mm. today's the day. Yeah. So I pulled myself in and was pounding my chest a bit, being like, come on, like, G up, like, let's, let's do nice. this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Don't get like, no fucking, no stopping. And, mm. and I remember looking at the pacer's legs and, the, and just kind of staying as present as possible um, for, for ages. Like, I remember just stopping, putting ice in my hat, wearing it. Um, running with them, gelling up at every time I was meant to gel at. JT was giving me water. Nice. And I just remember like not taking my eyes off the pacers' legs, being like, as long as you're with them, mm. you will get the results. So don't forget about how bad you feel. Mm. Just it might be a game of holding on today. Mm. So held on, held on, held on. And basically the Sydney Marathon, for anyone that knows, goes into Centennial Park mm. and you're in there for ages. You're in there for like an hour and a half, maybe even more. And it's a long time, isn't it? It's ages. It's ages. You're just doing you're just doing circles of it, and yeah. it's not much sun cover, sun protection. So we're out in the heat, and it's hot, it's hard, and at about this is the weirdest part of the story. It's like at about 26k, I look up and um, I had managed to stay with them, and I started to kind of slowly find a groove, mm. and I look up. And basically, all the paces had vanished. So they had, they'd all disappeared. And I remember turning to the guy on my right being like, where'd the paces go? And he's like, because I'm relying on them now because my watch, yeah. So mm. I'm like, I need to know that they, that's exactly kind of where we're at. Mm. And he basically goes, made like a few of them just literally stopped. Wow. And so I don't know what happened. Was uh, it what? Dehydration? Was the heat? Do you reckon played a part? Or? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the heat, um, one started cramping, but I think the heat rocked a couple and I don't, mm. I, there might have been maybe two more way down in front of me because you know how there's always like one at like 259 yeah, yeah. close and then there's one 258 and all that. Yeah. I think there was three or four of them and the others might have gone in front, but the two that I was with, I remember just having a jail or something, looking up and they'd disappeared. Wow. So I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like mm. where where the pace is like I was relying on them and I'm like alright this is just like this is chaos like if even the paces are stopping mm. this is carnage out here and um, you know the the course starts thinning out a bit I'm just kind of I'm just kind of finding a groove and then yeah basically the, the worst part of the race was probably up until that point that first 24k that first 26 28k it just felt gross um my, my Achilles was flaring up. I just was feeling shit, but I was just maintaining that de- like full-blown demon mode mindset mm. where it's like, I don't care mm. how bad this is. Like, mm. I will leave it all out here because that's what the agreement I made with myself before nice. the race. Yeah, yeah. I wrote it down. I said, like, you will have to drag me off this thing. <laughs> like, I was... That's so well, I went, that's like, so psychotic almost. Yeah, with yeah. I was like, fucking, like, this is not... This is not not happening. Like, mm. you, like, I'm leaving it all out here. And basically got to 28k and um we started to leave centennial park and i just basically started feeling good mm. and i started and and that is the long runs in a nutshell mm. carrying through yeah it was basically like those 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 laps around albert park with dan Sharrett doing <clears throat> doing marathon pace stuff that was the ones i was saying before exactly I right earlier yeah 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 that, I mean, remember you doing those ones exactly yeah, yeah. so that was like i did like a 38k run 
with him nice. um, and, you know, doing like marathon pace stuff on like a 1, 1 p.m. on like a Sunday in the heat mm. and like all this like the incremental compound effect of doing all those. Mm. I think that's why at that 28 to 30K mark, I started feeling like good per se mm. because it was like my body had adapted to like processing all the sugar and whatever yeah, else yeah. and to the race itself. And then it was like, okay, we've done this before. Mm. We've run this pace before. We know what this is like. Um, I said, don't, I said, this is, this is a miracle in a way because that was torture, mm. but now I feel okay. And at 30 K, I just started feeling, um, I started kind of being like, don't get arrogant or don't get ahead of yourself mm. because there's still 12 K smart, smart, but like, don't be like, oh yeah, like I'm uh, thinking about like, oh, I'm about to run sub three or whatever. But like, I felt, I was like, I started feeling pretty confident with it, but I said, don't lose the mongrel mm. like don't like it when you cross that line is when you celebrate mm. so get that out of your mind that you've done it because i know you feel good right now but you don't know what's going to happen at 39k mm. i like that don't lose the mongrel don't lose the mongrel you should write that down don't that's, lose uh, the mongrel that's very aussie yeah yeah I, yeah that's a great great way to look at it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like that's like well that that's what the mongrel is, you yeah, know. It's yeah. like that it's like dog. it's it's dog. It's yeah, like it's yeah. like it's not over until it's done. Like mm. don't don't like, don't start celebrating. Like yeah. and like there's guys that evolve that like, you know, have like really like exemplified and personified the mongrel mm. and like you see them out here and it's like that it's just like a it's you know, it's so necessary mm. in given moments. And I think it's something I've been trying to harness more within my own kind of mentality and like mm. that, um, that like hardened, hardened mindset, I guess. Mm. And I was like, that was what I really wanted out of the race was like to kind of play with that mindset and see mm. where I was at with it. And I was like, basically saying that to myself at 30, 34 K, like, no, like it's not over. Don't fucking celebrate yet. Mm. Um, and, even start pushing the foot down harder mm. and it, it was crazy at like 36k basically um looking at the watch seeing like 405s 410s on my watch knowing that it's a, the pace for the sub three it's an interesting time 36k because it's kind of like this it's it's no man's land it's no man's land it's no man's land it's like you can't fully put the foot down yeah. and start sprinting yeah. but like you start opening her up a bit and, mm, and, mm. and I'm, I'm anyway, I'm on this long road mm. and, um, right in front of me, I see this, um, oh, what's the word? I see this, uh, majestic blonde mullet flailing through the air <laughs> and, um, it's Ned Brockman. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, and, he, wow. and, and he's about, he's about 500 meters in front of me and I'm like, no way. Ned Brockman's like That's running right in front of me. And then as I'm approaching him, he just lets out this big, oh, and just stops right in his tracks. Oh wow! And um, puts his hands on his on the on his on his legs on his knees. Crazy. And I don't know what happened to him, but he he was in a world of pain. And then about another couple hundred meters down the road, a f this fitness influencer who I'd been watching on YouTube, mm. um, who did the Sydney Mara and ran sub sub three the year prior, mm. um, had like six uh, medics around him. Gosh. So I was looking around at this point and like. It was there was no groups of people running anymore. It was very like individuals mm. like plotted along, mm. but people were really getting caved by the heat. Yeah, everyone's in their own little pain cave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like, and I really do think like it was either your day or it wasn't. Like mm. it was like people like people like fast forward to the forty two k mark where like 
the, you know, where like it is like re- literally right there. Mm. I saw people stop. Wow. You know, like 200 and meters from right there. Yeah. Stopped right in their tracks, and I'm, I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost grabbing this guy, Just being like, on. "Come on, man! Like yeah, it's like yeah. it's right there," and like, like he, but he, they're like delirious. Um, you know, they it's just another world. So, um, but basically, cut back a little bit. I start mm. putting the foot down. I do, I run through, um, I run through kind of this parkland right near. I think it's called Macquarie's Chair, mm. and I pass. Um, I start kind of heading to, down towards the hill, and um, it's this big long hill into it, um, and I hook in. You know, like I just said, people are stopping. It's serious business out there. Um, it's carnage. Mm. It's hot as fuck. Mm. And I'm running through and I I am, um, like I spoke to you on the phone straight after, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw three on the clock, 301 or something. I know George was telling me that you thought you hadn't got, got it right. Like. And, and, and I, I was like, I, I was, I was absolutely shattered because mm. I was like, I was like, a, my garments fucked up, or mm. something's gone wrong out there, or wh- I don't know where I've lost that minute. Mm. But I stopped the watch. My watch is saying two fifty eight twenty seven, mm. and I'm like trying to make sense of it, and um, and I basically go over to JT, um, and sorry, and then I basically am like walking over to look for JT, and JT is just basically like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like massive open arms. Like so awesome. I give JT this big oh. hug, and he's and JT's just like you've done it, you've done it. And I look on my watch, I'm like, have I definitely done it? He's like, yes, you've done it. Like, you've done it. And I was like, and he like gets up the, um, the Sydney Marathon, like official website yeah, and yeah. had my thing on it. And like, what was the, what was the official? Uh, the official, t- sorry. Yeah. So crossed it, official uh, net time, I yeah. believe is the right, right word for it was yeah. 2.58.27. Wow. Um, That's amazing. So, so, so basically, you know, once I realized that I'd done it, it was just this like huge emotional release of just like, I was just so stoked. I but I just mm. basically could not believe it, considering how the race kind of went. Well, consider yeah, considering you know, the whole day and yeah. the, actual, the course. And yeah, like you that you pushed the. You know what I mean? You yeah. pushed it really hard to get that time. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's not a flat course. <laughs> no, no, you know, I, and, like, and you were feeling terrible from zero to thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is normally like you normally get to thirty and you're feeling you know no, shocking. E- so. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, I, like I said at the start of the, the, um, this conversation, like not to make excuses or anything. Mm, but like, mm. yeah, a lot of shit went wrong. Mm. I did feel terrible. I, so I, I think when I did get the time, I just honestly like was at a disbelief of like, I don't. Like, like, how did that just happen? Like, yeah. it wasn't, it it wasn't meant to happen. Like, it felt like it wasn't meant to happen, considering everything. But mm. when it did happen, and I really, it sunk that like this lifelong achieve, uh, this lifelong goal of mm. when I very first started running that I thought was the most unachievable thing on this face of this earth mm. was that time, and I and I did it. And, and it you, was, sh- you shaved off like forty. 40- Two minutes yeah. or something from the previous. Yeah, even you know, I know it was three, longer. Three thirty-seven was yeah, that one for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, wow. Yeah, so it was like the marathons have gone four hundred two, three thirty-seven, and then the two fifty-eight, and and like, that's um, that's amazing, mate. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. Like that's such a big chunk. Yeah, that, think about it. Exactly, <laughs> and like I'm, I'm, I'm like. Without again sounding egotistical or um, like a self-inflated importance or anything, I'm I was just I'm super proud of that ju- that journey yeah. to do that, yeah. and like it really, again like it really did 
and does come down to the community and the mm. classic iron sharpens iron that yes. we speak about yeah. and like that's that couldn't have happened without this in the environment that mm. we're that mm. we're a part of this bigger picture that we're a part of Definitely. um but i'll just add in one thing though like the when i did finish though like the amount of people that messaged me that mm. called me mm. like I, I say this to anyone like I've, I've been to uni, I did, I did school, um, birthdays, anything, nothing. I have not got anywhere near as much of support mm. and, and overall kind of like, um, I guess support and like, what's the word I'm looking for? But just like, um, uh, not, I can't, I can't think of the word, but basically like I, the, le- the level of kind of like, support that I got from that race was ridiculous like mm. I had so many people call me message me and just be like well done and we were like we're so happy with you on your journey like I've, I've never felt that much gratitude mm. and gratefulness from that experience that's amazing yeah yeah it was quite it was quite like a profound kind of experience like just a lot of phone calls from mm. people from Evolve and mm. it was um, yeah it was like something I hadn't experienced before so um was, yeah, what you practice in private, you'd be rewarded for in public, you know, like you've put the training in, you know, most of the time, you, you know, you don't want to get up and get do those early mornings, you know what I mean? So you, there's so much pain and stuff involved as well. And, and like, if, you know, people have done those, those, those races before, like they understand it as well. So they're kind of, you know, they're so supportive in that sense, like to hear, to hear what you've just done is just remarkable, you know? Mate. You, Mate, you should be proud of yourself. Right? Uh, I, it's I, incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I'm smiling at you now thinking about, it and I just thank you for saying that. But um, I think you've hit the absolute nail on the head there with saying, um, you know, when the people are in this community and in this world and have experienced the amount of training and those early mornings and the grind, mm. they it's this shared experience mm. lived through that, someone else. That's exactly what it you is. You know what it yeah, is? It's, it's like, it's like, it's yeah. like, that's why like yeah. so-and-so called me because like they know how much they, they went through it. And yeah. then when they call you, it's like, they're like, like they, it's like, it's like they're seeing themselves in you. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like this, they're feeling it. They're, they're feeling, feeling it. That's it. why yeah, like yeah. anyone yeah. that I know who's like yeah. about to run their first marrow, about yeah. to try go sub three or whatever their goal is yeah. like, and they do it. It's like, yeah. I, I, it's like you want to call them because it's like you, you're, you you know what it feels like. Yeah, you know yeah. what that feels like. And it's this like amazing feeling. It's so true. Yeah. So true. So that's amazing. Yeah. It's such a, such an incredible day yeah and story that you've had with with that marathon yeah yeah it's um yeah I, I, i'll literally say it was the wildest day of my life nothing's wow. experienced nothing i haven't had an experience like that of um the kind mm. of like the the level to which my mind was going and mm. um and like the places that i went to and the just the to just to finish where it finished and and to get the result it was um I've never yeah like it's it's something so simple like it's it's a marathon you know like um a lot of people have done them but it was something so personal and kind of um powerful for me in my own world mm. that um that I I I I I am so grateful for that whole experience it's amazing yeah amazing yeah I'll go one more question before yeah. we uh absolutely yeah out yeah to yeah. the evening yeah. um what's what do you want to do next do you want to do another marathon? Do you want to do... Is there something that's kind of 
floating your boat right now that you're looking towards? Um, it's a it's a really 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 good question because it's um like all of us runners know it's like you finish a race you achieve something and within a week two weeks three weeks even the next day Mm. you can start thinking about what's next Mm. and it's this massive grind and then very quickly you can move on to the next thing Mm. and i think that you know um that kind of mentality i'm trying to be careful of because it's like you you just put hours and hours into it like Mm. i want to celebrate and and be happy with it but you Mm. do need to kind of um you know celebrate it but you know at the same time stay stay kind of um, future oriented Mm. and like um so to yeah to not to um digress too much i think um i think the next would probably be um goldie and melbourne next year nice um try double try double down Mm. on those and um try pick it up again um but you know now being like what is it october Mm. you know it's a long time away so it's this bit of this no man's land now so i think i will try kind of enter into some 5k or 10k races over summer and try get my speed up yeah um i really want to get a better 5k pb um and a better 10k pb um and see kind of how my speed's looking there and um as as far as like a overall fitness and health thing goes i think honestly just doing more like strength and resistance work Mm, as like mm. just like a very like obviously not a non-competitive thing like not in racing but just like i don't do much of that Mm. and i think um it's something that's on my mind a bit so i think it does help yeah even just maintenance yeah keeping your your body sort of you know a bit stronger than it could be in that sense you know it, it can 30 minutes twice a day twice a week i should say like honestly honestly yeah. exactly and it's like brushing teeth just it, go and go and do it for d- half an hour or something you know could could assist with the next level sort of thing 100 so, percent. it's mm. like those one percenters adding up yeah, you know yeah. what's half an hour exactly. twice a week of doing you yeah. know a bit of core work you know it's like yeah it's longevity it's your health and i don't want to look past it so a little personal goal would be doing that two three times a week yeah um and then shorter sharper stuff over summer nice. and then load into the maras next year awesome yeah so Brilliant. that's kind of where i'm at it's exciting very exciting i'm also excited to see how you go with the shorter the shorter races yeah and, yeah I, I might see you goldie next year as well 100 percent. goldie melbourne too so uh, okay cool yeah yeah um, yeah maybe we'll try and find you someone that's got some better blinds or something for oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 100%, 100%. Yeah. But thanks so much for uh yeah for being on this day michael mate story no. was brilliant and um yeah if anyone wants to read your post or yeah. find you what's the best way to do that yeah yeah um so my instagram handle or account uh, name is type scenario so what is that that's i do like that um so type scenario <laughs> basically my first night in edinburgh i get to a hostel oh, um gone full circle yeah i've gone literally literally, yeah. literally, literally gone full could, circle yeah yeah first night in edinburgh i'm at the hostel um this absolutely off his head scottish dude is playing pool and like in a very scottish accent he kind of turns to me he's like like i'm not even going to try it but like he'd be like He's like, I guess it was one of those types of scenarios. <laughs> and the way he said t- types of scenarios, yeah, like he, he's like types of scenarios. And yeah. um, and he just said it in this funniest frick way. And 
I basically just hopped on my phone then right then and there uh, a few beers deep and just changed my handle to type scenario and I never looked back wow. and um, it's just it's, it makes no sense it's just one of those things now that you've said it I'm like that sounds really Scottish yeah right? yeah, because yeah, I was, yeah now I see yeah, it with yeah. the accent it's 100% like, in his accent that kind of matches up now 100% and, makes, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people have yeah. actually been like once I tell them that they're like I can't not read it now yeah, not I in the Scottish now, accent no, now it's totally different to what I <laughs> yeah, think it is yeah, yeah. Which is a pisser. That's cool. But um, but yeah, so type scenario, um, like the normal way you would spell those words, that's my Instagram account. Um, I'll just put it out there. Always happy to talk running. Always happy to talk life with anyone. Um, you know, this is something that we're all experiencing and like running and the community is such a positive, supportive network. And mm. if anyone happens to listen to this, wants to ask me questions about running or anything in general, um, add me, follow me, um, and yeah, happy to chat. Nice. I'll put your details in the, the notes as well, the show notes. Yeah, please do. The podcast notes, yeah. Please do. End. Awesome. Please do. All right. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Forrest. All good. Yep. Chat soon, Michael. Too easy. See you, mate. Peace.